so I was a young lad uh, a few years ago, and I wanted to play me some Minecraft. Don't um, we all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, especially since Minecraft's popular again. Yeah. Um, I played it even when it wasn't cool. Wow, you played Minecraft before it was cool, did you, Sam? I actually had a crippling Minecraft Back when addiction. no one cared about Minecraft, <laughs> no, and it was worth a measly four billion US dollars. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, people got bullied for playing Minecraft. No, 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 mate, 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 mate. I'm the resident chad here, right? I didn't. I yeah. played a lot of Minecraft. They don't try and tell me people got bullied for playing Minecraft. Yeah, but they didn't bully you, because clearly they were scared. Of course, of course. But they bullied me. And, um, <laughs> it's okay, buddy. But before I could play We're Minecraft, here for you. I, I, had to, I had to download it to my, my laptop. And uh, I didn't want to pay for it, because it, it's like £20, and I don't have that kind of money. So I had to attempt to download it illegally. So uh, I went how'd to, that go for you, Sam? We, we, on this podcast, we really have a bad experience with downloading stuff illegally, <laughs> don't we? I went to softtonic.com. Um, we're not sponsored, clearly, and I wouldn't sponsor them anyway because I've had quite a poor shopping experience with them. Um, I went there, I searched for Minecraft, I saw the link, I clicked on the download button and promptly received, well, I'd say a good few viruses. And uh, unfortunately... My technological technological knowledge is not very good. I mean, I don't take computing A level like Mohammed does. <laughs> uh, I'm not Can't really... say mine's too good either, even with the A level, mate. And uh, as as obviously a, a limited uh, a person with a limited knowledge of technology, I decided the best way to solve this issue of the new viruses was with some antivirus software. Did you by any chance use McAfee? Antivirus software, Samuel. What a coincidence. I did indeed. Well, that brings us very nicely on the topic of today's podcast. I'm Mohammed. I'm Tom. I'm Sam. And this is the Jobless Students Podcast. So today we're talking about the man, the myth, the legend that is John McAfee. I don't even know where to begin with this guy, to be honest. Oh, I do. His early life. But first, I, I, I want to say, um, this man may have lived one of the most insane lives of any men... That, that I've ever read about. It's truly, truly cannot be stressed enough how crazy this dude's life is. But Sam wanted to give a, a quick disclaimer before we got start before we get started. Yeah. So John McAfee um, allegedly has done some pretty nasty things. Allegedly, he's not a very nice person. Uh, and I, I happen to believe these rumours because they have a fair amount of basing in, in truth. <coughs> Uh, so on that note, let's have to emphasise these are alleged allegations. No, no, we're emphasising that here at the Drop of This podcast, we do not support the kind of stuff that John McAfee allegedly got of up. Of course, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But we're not accusing him of anything because he's actually quite a scary man, and I, I genuinely believe he would hunt us down and, and kill us. just tank the. Podcast. I'm not scared of the defamation lawsuit. I'm more scared of him actually <laughs> hunting us down. <laughs> and you just see why. All right, so. My man, uh, he was born, in fact, even though he's American, he was born in Gloucestershire, United Kingdom. Good old September England. September 18th, Good old England. 1945. Yeah, Gloucestershire. Thank you, Samuel. Um, his father wasn't the best. He was a, an abusive alcoholic. And when McAfee was 15, he shot himself. His father, that is not McAfee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he shot himself at 15, and the story ends there. <laughs> it's a great episode, guys. I'll see I think that's where McAfee's Ma- Ma- like, madness sort of stems from, really. Oh, I mean, I'd, I'd argue differently, actually. Well, if you're 15, my research. And, and your dad goes and shoots yourself, then, you know, you're going to have a hard time. Well, that's no excuse, Mohammed. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I actually 
basically. So McAfee goes to Roanoke you know, um, College in America, gets a bachelor's degree in mathematics. He thought he was a pretty intelligent bloke. Yeah, he was going for a doctorate until he was caught <laughs> sleeping with one of his undergrad students, who he later married and was kicked off the course. So he fakes his resume and gets a, and gets a job working on uh, uh, train schedules. Train Wait. schedules. Yeah, so at this point he starts... So throughout the entirety of his, his college course, my guy's doing mass amounts of cocaine, drinking yeah. a lot of alcohol, uh, and, you know, just getting generally... It's ruining his up. life, basically. And uh, he, he makes a lot of his money from basically scamming people. Oh, yeah, with the magazine subscriptions. Yeah. Do you want to tell them about that? Yeah, so basically he'd go up to a house, uh, knock on the door, tell them they'd want a free magazine subscription. All they have to do is cover the postage cost and printing cost. So it's not free, really. Uh, and they would just pay him. But he, he figured out from that point in his life that all you needed was a bit of confidence, a bit of charisma, and you could sell anything. Well, going back to that um that, that sort of that scamming people, that's what you see on Instagram ads a lot of the time. It's like they'll be sending like a watch or something, and they'll be like, this watch is completely free, but you just have to pay for the <laughs> yeah, postage. Yeah, I see that all the time. I'm not an idiot. Yeah. You're telling yeah. me that you're selling your watches for zero dollars. I'll tell you where else you see it. Softtonic.com. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you and softtonic.com, mate. Got a long history. Yeah, wow. Can you imagine downloading things? <laughs> <laughs> Mohammed. Yeah. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. <laughs> right, so I said that I, I thought there was a different time where McAfee's madness begins. Um, it's 1969. He's doing a lot of hallucinogenics, working at this train schedule place. Oh, is this the Bush story? Mm-hmm. Is this the Bush story? The, the, the DMT story. All right, right so... For those of you who don't know, DMT is a hallucinogenic, uh, considered to be much more powerful than LSD, which is a pretty powerful hallucinogenic on its own anyway. So he, he, gets a, he gets a bag of the stuff, this orange powder, does a line of it, feels nothing. So he does the entire bag. Cut to the end of the day, he is on the, the biggest trip of his life. He said his, he described his mind as completely shattered. He's in the back alleys, completely naked. Trying to avoid looking at people. Doesn't doesn't he say that he still believes he's always yeah. oh, on that trip yeah. right now? Part, he said a part of his mind, it was so bad that he still believes that one day he's going to wake up and he's going to be back in his apartment listening to Pink Floyd <laughs> in 1969. <laughs> so from then on, he's he's basically just... Oh, by the way, I, I feel like I should have said this earlier on. Uh, a lot of the stuff we've gotten from is from this great Wired article by... What, you know the Wired article is by? Well, it's on Wired. This amazing Wired article by... Fuck, fight it. Um, but yeah, we got it from this article about this guy who, who talked to McAfee a lot when he was in Belize, which is the most exciting part of this whole story that we're getting to soon. If you want to do some more research on McAfee, which I suggest you do because this is barely touching the surface, uh, his Wikipedia article and the Wired article, oh, I found along it. with by his YouTube Joshua channel. Davis, who spent months with the guy when he was in South America. I do not envy that bloke at all. I know, he's, he's, having, he's having a good time. His life's probably ruined. He's probably in rehab right now. Speaking right, so of rehab. <laughs> after that trip, he, 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 left, um, he left wherever he was at the time uh, and started working at NASA. He works from uh, 968 to 70 and then and, you know, kind of jumps around jobs a bit, usually in, in aerospace. He's quite clearly an intelligent guy. You know? oh, yeah. he's, got, he's got a maths degree. He's, he's working for NASA. He's quite a clear intelligent bloke, but it's just a case of He's also a psychopath. He, he's too intelligent for his own good. Yeah. He can't stop himself. It's like the Sherlock. It literally, it is like Sherlock. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that is definitely one of the things you notice about him as you go through. He is just 
wait, he's like, life isn't enough for him. He has to be doing something big, something more. So we go, cuts 1983, his wife's left him, he's sold his dog, he's doing cocaine to focus, and when he gets too high on cocaine, he takes quaaludes to calm down before drinking scotch the, the rest of the evening. That, that, that is straight out of a scene from Wolf of Wall Street, literally. You know, the, you know the scene where Leonardo DiCaprio is talking about how amazing his life is, and, and he's just walking out of his house, going towards his limo, and he's talking about the insane amount of drugs he takes. That is literally what this, this bloke was doing. Right. McAfee's next big break comes in around 1986 when two Pakistani brothers yes Pakistani brothers come on represent you you sure Sam Sam you're my my favourite Pakistani you're from Canby Island (laughs) it's not exactly Punjab is it these two Pakistani brothers they code the very first computer virus which is completely harmless they were just curious to see how far it would go but this freaks McAfee out like a lot He's getting very scared about the, the possibility of this. So he decides to code the first antivirus, McAfee antivirus. He starts giving it out for free. And by 1991, half of the Fortune 100 companies had it. And he starts charging a license fee. You know, which, which is... So... That, that, Those companies <coughs> got a dependence on his antivirus. Then he turns around and says he wants them to pay for it. And then they obviously, they have no choice but to pay for it. So I think it's a pretty clever business model, if you ask me. And just like, like to stress, McAfee was bought by Enter in 2010 for $7.68 billion. Now, this when, is a huge industry. When you give someone with that level of insanity that much money, it's just never going to go well, is it? Well, actually, the, the money was what drove him to Belize. At his peak in 2007, he was valued at $100 million. But uh, it seems that his, his investment wasn't as good as his coding ability, and maybe he wasn't as smart as we've been getting credit for, because the 2008 recession hit him incredibly hard. We can't blame him Reduced for Reduced his net yeah. worth to about $4 million. There is a bit of a theory that he might have uh, actually not lost as much as he claimed, and that that was a front for hiding <laughs> much of his wealth, which, you know... I wouldn't be surprised. No. Honestly, I really wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, reading this story, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. That actually makes more sense than him losing cash. But anyway, he's got a couple of pending lawsuits from people that have tripped over in his property. He decides it'll be harder for them to claim the money if he sells everything he owns. Sorry, sorry, I was just going to say another lawsuit he faced was the fact that he basically owned this uh, sort of airplane recreational sports business. And I believe his, uh, I think it was his nephew, basically did not have the necessary training. And yet he flew a plane and killed a man. So he was facing a lawsuit from that as well. So he's wow. in a bit of trouble. So he sells everything he owns, flies to Belize in South America. 2010, buys two and a half acres of swampy land, um, like about 10 miles upriver from these Mayan ruins that he was absolutely fascinated by. And uh, this, is, this is where, you know, the real story of John McA- McAfee begins. <laughs> the, so he basically starts building like a village, these, these like bungalows for him and his workers. And he's living in, you know, he's filling in these swamp lands. He's, you know, what is it? he spent, yeah, he spent another million dollars on them. And then, uh, what do you mean? You know about his, his girlfriend, don't you? Someone else want to take over? Oh, his girlfriend. Is it when? Is this the the prostitute one? Which yes. one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he, he gets de- is it? He gets deported from Belize, right? No, 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 no. You're no, skipping, no. You, you oh, skipping ahead. ahead. No, was that was that the prostitute he got when he got back from Belize or the no, one no, no, I, in Belize? McAfee has had a lot of girlfriends and three wives, or just two? Three, I think. 
three wives. A lot of them were prostitutes. <laughs> um, so uh, his girlfriend at the time, not the one, not the postgraduate. Uh, she left him in 1983 due to the mass amount of drugs he was doing before he claims to have gotten sober. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, she's not staying with him at the time, and he starts frequenting a, a bar slash brothel. And the guy at the bar um, keeps asking him if he wants a girl. McAfee keeps declining. He shows up at his property with a 16-year-old. And within weeks, they were sleeping together. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Which goes okay until Amy M. Schwiller, is her name, decides to take a gun, go into his room, and shoot him, missing him by a few centimetres on the pillow. She, she later claimed that she just couldn't bring herself to shoot him. Well, we, we hear about these turning points in history, right? You know, uh, how um, the, the, the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand wouldn't have happened if the guy wasn't buying a sandwich and happened to stumble upon him. You know, this, this, actually, is, this is one of those... We did that in Miss Williams' history class, and apparently that's not true. Yeah, we, we talk about these turning points, right? And this is really one of those. If that, if that, if that girl, Amy, she hadn't missed by that few centimetres, we wouldn't have had the chaos that is John McAfee living on. Uh, so basically what happens is she misses, uh, John McAfee is woken from his slumber, he leaps out of bed straight into action, uh, disarms her, takes the gun and uh, chases her essentially and she locks herself in the bathroom I believe. Yeah, uh, in the bathroom. She, she says, are you going to kill me? And John McAfee, he, he thinks for a minute. <laughs> yeah, he, he stops, he, he pauses. And then he says, I'm going to restrict your use of your mobile phone and the internet for a month. Uh, to which she replies, I didn't even kill you. <laughs> uh, I, you have to admit, I mean, at this point, McAfee's in his, his 60s. No, yeah, he's 60s, nearing his 70s, dating a 17-year-old, while his girlfriend, yeah, his girlfriend ends up coming back and seeing this literal teenage girl, you know, sleeping with her, her long-term boyfriend. Of 12 years. Yeah, yeah, his girlfriend of 12 years. And he, he said later on, we say, he basically canned a 12-year relationship for a, a crush. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he fell in love with her. <laughs> it's like he, he's, he's, he's the body of a 60-year-old, but he's got the mind of a high school student. Right. A very intelligent high school he, student he, he's, at that. He's quite... Uh, he, he looks quite healthy, if you see pictures of him. Well, that might be due to his uh, use of testosterone injected into his buttons. Yeah, he does it pretty much. Twice a week. Twice a week. Yeah, tw was, it, was it once every two weeks or twice a week? To keep up yeah, with his outrageous sex life. He is, like, shredded. I must admit. Alright, so, after this incident, he decides it's probably best if M. Swiller lives a little bit further down in a little town called Carmelita, about a mile away. And this... This is where Mac McAfee manages to bring himself in trouble with the local law. Yeah, so uh, Carmelita is actually a pretty small town. There's not much crime. Uh, the locals basically say the biggest theft. In the wide article, the, uh, the journalist speaks to locals and they say the biggest threat is pretty much uh, stolen bikes, maybe a few uh, drunken brawls. But that was, that was until John McAfee... Went in. Well, John McAfee, and this is a recurring theme throughout his life, he is extremely paranoid. Uh, you see this all the way through. I mean, he developed antivirus probably as a result of this paranoia. When you do so many drugs, I think you're just going to naturally become just a paranoid being. Yeah. He, he pretty much, he, he views this little town, Carmelita, as pretty much the most corrupt 
the most corrupt place in the world. He yeah, he so. genuinely started to view it as like the center of the drug trade in yeah. South America. Uh, so he decides that he can do his bit uh, to to fix this. Uh, his contribution to the world is going to be sorting out this little town of Carmelita. And therefore making a massive impact, he believed, on the drug trade as a whole. Uh, which is extremely ironic if you look at what else he was doing in Belize, which we'll come on to. Uh, but essentially uh, what he did is he realised there was no police force, so he built a little prison. Uh, he started paying the police force to do extra patrols. He also bought them equipment, uh, weapons, uh, tasers, whatnot. Because brand new M16s. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he he kitted them out and then sent them off to do their job. This wasn't enough for him, though. Uh, he still thought it was corrupt. Uh, at one point, I think I think this is pretty much the biggest crime that occurs uh, in this town whilst he's on his campaign of justice. Uh, one guy fires a gun in here, a local. Uh, McAfee rolls up with M. Schweller, his uh, teenage girlfriend. Uh, she has an assault rifle in her hands. He has his uh, revolver. His Smith & Weston, his yep. Colt. His classic. Uh, I mean, at this point, he went full Clint Eastwood on this bloke. Yeah, Ma- McAfee has basically made himself judge during execution of this tiny, insignificant Belizean town in South America. He, he, he walks into the, this, the guy that fired the gun, he walks into his family's house. He threatens everyone there that unless they give up the gun, he's a dead man. Uh, they, they do give up the gun. I think they felt rightly threatened. And yeah, they, they said that. Mate, if it was me, <laughs> that gun is going yeah, flying he, out the window. He's a scary, scary man. Uh, and that's not the only time he's brandished a gun at people. Uh, so McAfee also had a few run-ins with the Belize government. Uh, the first time this happened, just a few, <laughs> was essentially uh, in his little jungle hideout. He decided to build some laboratories. Uh, he also started hiring some armed guards. Now, part of this is probably due to the fact that he is extremely paranoid, as previously mentioned. Didn't he claim that he was making legitimate drugs in those, like not 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 yeah. like illegal substances? Yeah. He's trying yeah, to research he some kind of new weird drug. Yeah, which I, well, he was uh, he'd basically given funding to uh, a lady he met in uh, locally uh, who was researching new antibiotics. He threw a load of money her way and allowed her to do her thing. Uh, and he got into some dodgy stuff with that, um, which you can look up yourself, I guess. Uh, but there, oh, there the, were the, legitimate lamps, but there were also lamps that didn't contain... The woman was a, a 31-year-old microbiologist named Alison and Denisio. Oh, was this the one that he sexually harassed? Yeah, yes. allegedly. Alleged, allegedly. Um uh, you, you know about that, don't you, Sam? Yeah, I know about that. Do you want to talk about that then for a minute? Well, um, basically, I, I'm still a bit shaky on the details because this is, as much as I don't want to um, accuse John McAfee of anything, I do believe he's capable of some pretty messed up things. McAfee is an insane guy, as we've yeah. shown. And you, you haven't even heard... His sex drive, fueled by his drugs, <laughs> the testosterone <laughs> he was injecting into his ass. Have any of you ever tried that, Mohammed? Have you ever tried? Why'd you look at me? Injecting you testosterone. Because you're the resident Chad. Yeah. <laughs> as you, you, Is you this because last week I insinuated that I have regular trips to Amsterdam? <laughs> yeah, before you go to Amsterdam. To, uh, <laughs> to, to inject <laughs> drugs. No, 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 no. I now I don't even have three quid in my account. I have one quid in my account. But the two I quid can tell go. you. We don't need to worry about that. 
I can tell you that I'm not taking any regular trips to Amsterdam. I can't even afford to trip to the flipping town centre. I can't afford the bus oh, there. Oh, no, I know where it went. We just went, uh, what was it? One pound on bourbon. Oh, one yeah, pound on the kettle uh, not, not crisps. the alcohol. Oh, yeah, bourbon, yeah, chocolate. Well, who drink bourbon? American whiskey, flipping hell. We don't like their films. We don't like their whiskey. We just don't like Americans, do we? We do like <laughs> Australians. Because, Sam, yeah. we didn't actually tell you, but we checked uh, today... We have, what is it, 153 oh. listeners yeah. from... And then uh, our singular Australian listener. We have oh one whole listener from Australia. Who the hell is that? So, Australian listener, if you're out there. Yeah. We love you. Message yourself. Do you know what, do you know what, do you know what I think it is? Oh, at the jobless podcast. I think it's someone using Spotify, but with VPN. Yeah, because yeah. they, they don't want the authorities to... Know <laughs> oh, it was Louis Thomas, us. wasn't it? Oh, it must have been, must have been. Louis Thomas and his VPNs. Yeah, Louis Thomas... Uh, so if, if you're hearing this and you're not okay with me talking about you, I'm, I'm sorry, but... Too late. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do it anyway. Fight us. Louis Thomas was telling me he uses two VPNs sometimes. Really? No, yeah. Yeah. So if they get through the first one... Yeah, you, we, um, I, now, look, I don't know who... who, who what, what are you trying to hide here? Yeah, I don't know what you're hiding, buddy, but... Uh, you the jumper um, students are on to If you guys do computers, you might know what a virtual machine is, right? I do not know it's when you create a fake environment, like it's got yeah. all the runnings of a normal computer, but it's just virtual, it's just running on oh, another computer, right? So it's own IP address and everything. You put a virtual machine inside a virtual machine. Like, I don't know what you're doing, Louis. I don't know what you're trying to hide, but you can't hide for long, as John McAfee soon found out. <laughs> we love you, Louis. <laughs> shout, shout out, Louis Thomas. Yeah. And, and, and the, Noah Holland as well. Noah Holland. Well, no, and, and Louis, Louis has his own podcast, uh, Chit Chat. What is it? Chat and Chit. Chatting Chit. Chatting Chit. Chit. Check, check them out. They're, they're, I mean, obviously, they're not job of students' quality, yeah. but they're, yeah. Um, yeah, they're pretty good. They're right. They're pretty, pretty good. Right, back to John McAfee. Yeah. So, <laughs> where were you, Sam? With the labs. Right, so the labs, well, there was at least one was for legitimate use, uh, the others less so. Um, although, okay, so basically, uh, Belize has the GSU, the Gang Suppression Unit, and they sent one to McAfee's jungle hideout because it no, looked awfully suspicious. Let's be clear here, right? He's a maths graduate, but yet he's suspected of being in a gang. That just, just doesn't add up, does it? Well, well they, they thought he that. was producing methamphetamine. Yeah. yeah. But, but when you think of gangs, you think of, you know, teenage kids in hoodies, you know, smoking weed at the end of your local, like, at the end of your, outside your local corner shop. You don't really think of a, a maths graduate, multi-millionaire, yeah, you know. Well, so they arrest McAfee the and they throw him in in a cell. Yeah. So that they, they, well, they, after raiding his property, and killing a couple of, of his dogs. Show up, uh, I he, think he he claimed it was forty two. Well, there was a fair few of them. I don't know the exact statistic. He steps out of his treehouse naked with a yeah, revolver with a seventeen year old in his bed, um, <laughs> and he decides not to put up a fight. Uh, and he does get taken captive, uh, gets put in a prison for the night for illegal possession of firearms. Uh, but unfortunately, that's it. Just a night in prison, then he gets out. There was some evidence that he was producing drugs, though. Well, yeah, John McAfee was very active on some drugs forums, yeah. uh, talking about bath salts. He'd yeah, a, a specific psychoactive in bath salts called MDPV. Yeah, that he pre- he claimed to have produced fifty pounds on the guy that wrote the wide article. I forgot his name again. Uh, we shouted him out earlier. It's fine. Joshua Davis. He says he spoke to people around the compound who claimed that they they, they never saw him make it. So either everyone's lying for him, 
or uh, I mean, he genuinely I would didn't. too. If and, I, and, and he was lying about producing these psychoactives. Well, he, he later claimed that it was essentially an elaborate prank posting yeah, on the forums. But <laughs> that, that wouldn't surprise me. Trying to convince drug users to take whack jack drugs. Yeah. He claimed, what did he say? He got some on his fingers and didn't sleep for four days. Yeah, notoriously toxic substances. Uh, so, you know, they say that for a prank to be good, everyone has to be laughing. I don't but, think anyone was laughing in that situation. Other than everyone that's high <laughs> and is laughing because of the, the fact they're high. Yeah, so literally everyone in that situation, <laughs> in all fairness. <laughs> Mac, I, I mean, the way Mac described it, it sounded like he was, he was more crazed than he was laughing. Um, but no one's laughing soon because what happens next, lads? Well, essentially, John McAfee, uh, he gets into some more trouble in that his dogs get poisoned. Right, yeah, his dogs you, get poisoned. Now, listen, right, I don't know about you, but you don't poison a man like that's dogs. You don't, you don't even touch their dogs. If their ball goes over your fence, you throw that ball back. You don't mess around. Now, I don't know who's dumb enough to poison McAfee's dog, but whatever they got, they had well, coming. I'll tell you who the prime suspect was. Apparently, some people considered McAfee's neighbour to be dumb enough. Wait. Yeah, what happened to him then? The interesting thing about this is that McAfee claimed that he, he didn't think for a second that his neighbour did it. Yeah, McAfee... That his neighbour loved dogs. McAfee really didn't like his neighbour, and his neighbour really didn't like him. And there specifically, was, his neighbour complained about his dogs several yeah, there times. there was mutual hatred, and this guy really didn't like his dogs. However, McAfee claims that he does not think that he was responsible. And that, but and that coincidentally, yeah. the next day, the neighbour is found shot in the head on the floor. Yeah, from behind, sort of execution style. Um, McAfee is the prime suspect. But well, he, he uh, well, no, yeah, unsurprisingly, but because he lives in his little area, he sees the cops before they get to his house. So he digs a shallow grave, jumps in it, covers himself in cardboard, and hides underneath the sand for a good few hours until they leave. During which the police take every gun in his pro- prospect. I couldn't. He do then that. flees to Guatemala. And, uh, yeah. The, <laughs> and then so, what happens in Guatemala, lads? Is this another romantic story? Because I feel like we're, we're beginning to drag on a bit. We'll try and cut this up quick. Um, he gets, a, he, after a few weeks running around Guatemala, he gets caught, gets put in prison, and they're about to deport him to Belize. John McAfee, John, sorry, McAfee, he realises that the, the only thing he can do to get deported back to... Uh, the, only, the only way to get back to the US instead of going back to Belize is if his attorney can file the right papers. But he doesn't have enough time. So what does he do, Sam? Well, he fakes two heart attacks. Not <laughs> one, but two heart attacks. And uh, apparently he was very convincing because it did buy his lawyer the time that he needed and he got deported to the US. Now, what did he do when he got to the US, Tom? First day back from Florida, what do you do? Well, you hit the certain streets in, in Florida, you know, where oh, yeah. a guy can... I mean, Hamid, you know this, just like an oh, yeah. down. absolute chad. McAfee gets solicited by um, a prostitute by the name of, I do not remember. Take the story, Sam, while I look it up. Okay, and this prostitute, he then goes on to marry. Uh, he's currently As still you do. married to her. Do 30 you years. Wait, no, not 30 years. How, how, when was this? 2013? About seven years. Yeah. Seven years. Six yeah. or seven years. Which is, you know, for a man like this, that's actually quite a long time. Janice Dyson, marriage. married in yep. 2013. Uh, yeah, the prostitute, <laughs> he solicited him... The day he got back from Belize, from, from Guatemala even. And this is, this is where things take a turn, and we're really not sure how it's going to end. But he ends up, you know, puts his drug life behind him, and then... He didn't. 
Well, no, no, I'm pretty certain he still does oh, a lot well, of drugs. Of course, well, his, um, his whole beliefs incident behind him. And then he joins the Libertarian Party. The US Libertarian Party. If, I mean, do you want me to explain what libertarianism is? No. Oh, no, no. I think that... <laughs> I've had enough of that from my history essays, mate. <laughs> he ran for president 2016, and he's running again 2020. Uh, basically, I mean, I'll just give a quick rundown. So basically, okay. this whole podcast has been a good uh, advert for his presidential campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Vote John McAfee 2020. Libertarians don't believe in tax or government control, which suits a man like him, I think. Oh, yeah, he does... He oh yeah, he thinks taxes. taxes are illegal. He hasn't yeah, paid them for how many years? I think it's about ten. Years oh, does he just not pay taxes? Yeah, yeah. He just doesn't oh, believe in taxes. He is a prime uh, a prime target for the IRS. Apparently, that's yeah. his quote. He believes they're unconstitutional, which is odd. I mean, I, I honestly, I mean, you know, so, we've we've said the main facts of his insane life. So what, just what, go look, just go look him up. Like his Twitter, for example. You know, if you don't follow his Twitter, you're not going to hear gems like. He claims he has 47 biological children. Yep. He's also <laughs> claimed to have uh, relationships with marine wildlife. <laughs> Wait, really? Oh, yeah, with, yeah, with, with the dolphins. Whales. What, you whales sex with yeah. a whale? Yes. <laughs> I didn't read this. <laughs> lads, lads, lads. Wait, I'm to wrap it up here. Do, we, do we have any closing statements about John McAfee? Oh, definitely. Um, if you live in America, please vote John McAfee and the Libertarian Party. Please don't. Sam, what are your closing statements for John McAfee? I'll say a few things. Uh, first of all, uh, he's not a nice guy, um, allegedly. Yeah, we've been talking about him like he's some anti-hero. Uh, he's, he's, he's truly not a great dude. He's really funny, and you know you can laugh at him. I, I'd like to have a pint with him, but at the same time, I'd like to make sure that he wasn't armed or had bodyguards posted outside the pub or whatever, because he is very dangerous. And, yeah, I... I He'd be better off dead, to be honest. We we urge you to read the Wired article. For me, I'd say, hide your kids, hide your wife. He's still on the streets. You never know what might happen. And that's it from us today. What are our social medias, lads? We will do what we did last time and cut back, because I don't remember them. <laughs> Great start, lads. Anyway, that's Unless it you want to plug in, Uh I can't say I remember them either. We'll, we'll, we'll cut in. We'll, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, we'll cut in and Sam will do it. So that's it from us today, lads. Hope you have a great week. Hope you have a great week. Take care. Ta-da. Ta-da. Okay, so we are at Jobless Podcast on Instagram. No, that's on Twitter. <laughs> Samuel, can you do anything correctly? God damn it, Samuel. Damn. All, right. All right, what's the Instagram, Sam? Um, the Jobless dot podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got that one right this time. Yeah. All right. That's it.